I feel like vlogs are a way to get people to trust you mm-hmm. and to trust your other content because they're seeing who you really are and they're trying to see if they're like, yeah, this is someone I would take advice from or somebody who I can trust to have good information on a certain topic. Hello and welcome to another episode of TMG Unfiltered. This is episode four. Welcome back, Catherine. Thanks for having me, Devin. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Couldn't do this without you. I know. Well, no, you, I you could do this, possibly. I wouldn't do it without oh, you. so nice. I know. Okay. Couldn't do the YouTube channel without me. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it would be very different. Yeah. Anyways, on today's episode, we are talking about vlogging because we're on YouTube. So vlogging is... Apparently. There you go. Plug for our channel. We're on YouTube. Uh, and vlogging is a huge part of YouTube. Yes. You. I don't think you can talk about YouTube and not talk about vlogging anymore. It's, I feel like it's one of those things, and I think we've talked about this before, is no matter what you start in as YouTube, you kind of end up vlogging. Yes. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, a vlog is... Well, it basically stands for video blog. But I think it's also grown beyond that. Yeah, I feel like it's just... Vlogs aren't what vlogs used to be. No, it's just content that is free-flowing, I want to say. Yeah. And kind of... It's it's kind of... it's. I think vlogs, in a way, are supposed to be like the real you. Yes. You're supposed to see like their life in a little more... It's not like... It's unscripted. I mean, yeah, it's unscripted. It's not like there's a set plan. This is what you're going to do and this is what the video is about. It's just like you and your day-to-day life. Yeah. Which, I mean, speaking about day-to-day, you can't talk about vlogging without talking about daily vlogging. Oh my goodness. Which is a re- really interesting phenomenon. I feel I like we should it. start this conversation with, do you watch vlogs? Yes. Me too. I watch vlogs. Um, not every day. I definitely don't keep up with the vlogs. Usually Mm -hmm. I have binge days where I watch them all. But I think we're both interesting in a sense that we we watch vlogs, but we don't necessarily want to do vlogs. Like, we are doing them, kind of. Mm -hmm. We're trying to. Mm -hmm. But they're very curious things to us. (laughs) I, like, I... I love vlogs. I'll say that. And majority of the things I watch on YouTube are vlogs. I'm completely fascinated by them. When they're done well. Yeah. Because when they're put, when there's like some thought put into them. Yeah. So people like Casey Neistat. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen really one of his vlogs. I don't, so. I, okay, we're not friends anymore. I don't know. I prefer vlogs of like people I follow consistency, consistently. Like I don't really f- watch many vlogs of people that I don't also watch other content for other than Zoella. Okay. Yeah. So like. That makes sense. Like, the Sorry Girls, I watch their other content, but I also watch their vlogs. Yep. And, like, so I'm if I'm watching your other content, I'll be also watching your vlogs. There's not many people that I solely just watch vlogs for. Yeah, which I think is how most people's audiences for vlogging content works, right? Mm-hmm. Because you make your regular content, like recipes or DIYs, and then people get really invested in you and they want to know more about you so you start doing vlogs. Yeah. And then they want to watch those because they've seen you do this other stuff. Mm-hmm. They just want to know your life. And I, I think I'm probably in the minority here but I don't know if I could ever just start watching a new person straight from their vlogs. I'm trying to think of... Oh yeah, I've done that. Because like... Oh. The, 
the OG vloggers like CTFXC and Shaytards. Yeah, I never watched them. That's how I got into YouTube, Mm -hmm. was watching daily vloggers like that. Yeah. Um, I don't watch them anymore. I mean, Shaytards isn't around, uh, but I don't watch CTFXC anymore. But that's all they did, and I got into that. But now I feel like the vlogging game is very different than it was back then. Definitely. But the part about daily vlogging that's very interesting is the whole idea of quality versus quantity. quantity. Because if you're doing it every day, it's really difficult to keep the quality See, up there. This is my, like, Alfie and Zoella. Yeah. Both vlog. Mm-hmm. Alfie does it every day. Mm-hmm. Zoella films every day, but she only releases a video like once a week. Yeah, and she'll do and really she'll long sum ones. it up in really long ones. But to me, I think I would prefer hers to his because his are also still pretty long yeah and but they're every day and it's like at that point you're literally just filming what anything you're not putting much thought into it and like you're probably quickly editing through like not saying his vlogs are bad Mm -hmm. but like i appreciate the people who could put the time and effort into thinking about how they're editing and not have to like rely on this like oh i need it up by 6 p.m so i need to get this done quickly and everything yeah i don't know because I totally agree with you. A lot of people can't pull it off. Um, I'll bring up Casey again because I think he... Does he daily vlog? He did. Okay. Like, that's what he did when he started growing. He was every day. He did a vlog. And he brought the quality that was not around before him. And ever since then, I feel like people have been trying to match that quality. Um, But I don't know how he does it. How he made... He makes every day interesting and it's just his style and he's very comfortable in front of the Canada I think too though I just said he's very comfortable in front of the Canada (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even catch that he's very comfortable in front of the camera in Canada I'm sure oh totally (laughs) Casey come to Canada I it's his lifestyle as well though that so it's like yeah we've I think we've talked about Zoella and Alfie before and I find Alfie's vlogs a little boring because he's not necessarily doing tons in his vlogs Mm -hmm. Like, when Zo- by only doing one weekly vlog, Zoella can make her vlogs more exciting because she picks the things that are the most exciting yeah. to focus on. Yeah. And to me, that's a more fun vlog when I see someone really working hard and doing things that it's not just necessarily her just, like, sitting at home editing or something. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can add that in, too, but, like... You can be a little more nitpicky when you're only posting one vlog a week or two vlogs a week and show the really important stuff and the really cool stuff that people would be really interested in. I think because other than that, like, I find myself getting bored in Alfie's vlogs a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just Alfie. I don't want to be <laughs> No mean. offense to Alfie. <laughs> um, but then there's also the side of, is it really healthy to do that? Because no. there's people who did it and they just, like, they burned out. Like, they... Or they stopped loving it, yeah. or because Casey stopped doing it. Ben Brown, I, who was huge, he doesn't do it I anymore. I feel like you also, like, when you, I mean, I've never done it, and I don't think I'd ever want to, but I feel like you get to a point where you feel the need, like, you have to pull at your camera yeah, all yeah. the time, and you can never not show something, and I would never want to get to that yeah, point. it's, because it's one of those jobs that it takes over your life, because your life is the job, yeah. right? So I, I'm kind of on the side that it's probably not healthy to do I, a daily I mean, vlog. Obviously, we don't have any scientific proof of this, but I don't think so either. And I, Because, like, like, even me, like, when I'm trying to take... I don't take pictures of every meal I eat because I don't think that's healthy to do either. Because, like, yeah. I don't think it's healthy to succumb yourself to, like, 
what Everything. other people think of you all the time. Yeah. Like, because no matter what, even if that's not what you're looking for, you're going to get that. And if you're posting every aspect of your life where there's people judging every aspect of your life, that is not good for your health, health yeah. in your mental well-being. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. There's no way. You have to have some parts of you that are just private and some parts that you don't need any of that outside input and you don't want any of that outside input in. So, like, the idea of setting boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's will definitely help make vlogging healthier if well, you know like, your boundaries. I was out with a friend the other day. I was out with Avra. And um, obviously, we're both bloggers, mm-hmm. YouTubers, whatever. Um, and, like, we were having lunch. And we, like, we literally looked at each other and were like, can we, like, do you mind if we stop to take a photo quickly? Like, we asked to make sure. Yeah. And, like, I think that's super important. Like, it's not just, like getting out there and just in the middle of her talk I didn't just pull out like her talking to me just pull out my phone and take a picture of our food like it's like we did it for two seconds we didn't let it take over like we just snapped a picture of our food really quickly and set it aside and mm-hmm. that's it and like I just think it's really important to not let it take over every aspect of your life for sure just like with any job right you yeah. need balance in your life I think life. I used to when I start when we started this a lot not even necessarily two market girls when I started Instagram the food by Kathleen, the one I had before. I think I was taking pictures of, like, all the food I ate, like, mm-hmm. all the time. And now I've just gotten to the point where I'm, like, if I'm out to dinner with Hutch, I'm not going to want to, like, yeah. I don't want to stop and be, like, hold on, you can't eat your food. Let me take a yeah. picture of it first. Because I just, why? Which is really good. Like, it's important to have those boundaries and to accept those boundaries. And I think with vlogging, that becomes very hard to do because you get sucked into this cycle and this grind where you're just, I, I need content for my vlog. Yeah, you get worried, right? Yeah. And then, and even like I think when you're, when you have the pressure of daily vlogging, you have the pressure of trying to make your life interesting all the time. And yeah. some days, your life's not going to be interesting. Some days, I just want to sit on the couch and edit photos. Exactly. Like, and who wants to watch that? Who wants to just watch you sit on the couch on your computer? Like, so I don't know. Like, I think that pressure to always have to do something and always to make your life exciting and fun is not worth it. Because mm-hmm. some days you deserve some just breaks yeah and that pressure can also come from the fact that the vlogging market I guess the vlogging industry is so competitive now because like everyone's doing it so what makes a vlog successful and what makes them so popular I, honestly, I have no idea I don't Which, I, I don't think what I makes can... them successful or popular both I don't know see like if I'm list like I could list the ones that I watch but I honestly don't know why I find them yeah. interesting and I don't know why I continue to watch them but I just do so I think what makes them popular is that people just genuinely like watching what other people it's do. like celebrity culture it's like it the tabloids oh, yeah. people love to see the lives of other people yeah and if somebody has an interesting life like those are awesome like that's why I like Casey's his yeah. life is so interesting, and he does something. He does filmmaking, and which I am passionate. It's also about. something we were talking about in my program a lot, actually. Um, is the transparency? Yeah. Like people want to see that who you're giving off on social media is who you actually are, and like, and whether or not I feel like vlogs are a way to get people to trust you mm-hmm. and to trust your other content because they're seeing who you really are and they're trying to see if they're like, yeah, this is someone I would take advice from or somebody who mm-hmm. I can trust to have good information on a certain topic. Yeah, like the more you open up and if you're authentic when you do it, you become so relatable to your audience and they mm-hmm. start developing this connection with you and they probably almost feel like you guys are friends because they know so much about you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what gets people hooked. Yeah. Is when somebody vlogs, like they're really like letting you into their life and the people that are good at it, 
they're good at being comfortable on camera and making you feel like they're being I'm trying to think of someone honest. who's like like I think Zoelle is amazing at vlogging yeah I think she's really good at knowing her boundaries too because she doesn't film everything mm-hmm. and she doesn't mm-hmm. um include everything all the time and like I think she could easily do that because mm-hmm. she's got so many people mm-hmm. watching her but I think she's great at vlogging and she makes like each vlog really really well done yeah so like that leads into like what makes it successful right so I think she's very comfortable in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows kind she knows of her boundaries. Yeah, yeah, and she has an interesting life, I, right? I think so. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> think so. The numbers are there. I mean, sometimes the occasional blog's kind of boring, but yeah. And the other thing that will will make a vlog successful is if you just you have to do something different, honestly. Because there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. So how can you... And I think you have to make it worthwhile for your audience. So, like, make sure they're getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like... Like, even if it's a little thing, make sure you're actually giving something to them as well. Yeah. It's not just all about you all the time. No, and that's true of pretty much any content yeah. you put out. If you're providing value, it's automatically going to do better to people because they're getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. There's not that many people in the world that are just that interesting to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can pick anyone. I'm trying to think of the th- something I'm getting out of watching Zoella's vlogs, though. It's entertainment. I guess right? so, yeah. Because when you, for any piece of content. And also, I think, like, decor and, like, the fashion and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so any piece of content, it needs to be either, like, educational or entertaining or informational. I was like, are you going to try and find another E-word? No. <laughs> and if it fits into those categories, then, and if it has multiple categories, then it has mm-hmm. the ability to engage people. Or I guess emotional would be another emotional one too. Emotional for sure. Right? Yeah. So if you hit some of those marks. Gotta think of another E for, <laughs> what was the other one? Well, informational and educational are like the same. Yeah. Educational, emotional, and what was the other Entertaining. One? Entertaining. Those are the three E's. If your content hits those marks... <laughs> That's how you engage people. Yeah. And that's what keeps people coming back. What, people, what keeps people coming back to our videos? Okay. Well, I mean, I think we're entertaining. I would hope so. I think they're learning something from us. I think so, too. Uh, I wouldn't emotional. say emotional. Mm. Maybe not. No. We'll work on that. I don't know what kind <laughs> of emotion. Who should vlog? Honestly, I, I think no one should daily vlog. I don't think it's healthy for anybody. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think one vlog... One good vlog and well-thought-out vlog a week is more than enough than anyone needs. Why do they need to know any more things about you? Mm-hmm. Um, but who should vlog? I don't That's a weird question. It is. Well, who shouldn't vlog? Is that a weirder question? Stupid people. It's kind of mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there, it is mean. <laughs> I think... I don't know. I think kids shouldn't be able to vlog. Which is funny because do you, like kids are pretending to vlog all the time. Yeah, but I don't... like. I don't think kids are mature enough to know what not to show and what to show yet. And I don't think I would have been able... I don't even know if I'm mature enough now either. So that's an interesting point. So how do you feel about um, families who vlog? So they're putting their kids in the vlog. Um, I think it's a little different because it's not like the kids are editing and choosing what goes in the vlog. Right. So like the parents have the final say about what they're showing to the world. So like if your kid does something really stupid... I'm hoping the parents aren't putting that in the vlog. Yeah. 
So I think because there is still an adult or someone mature enough, I would hope, in charge of what content's actually going out there, unless it's a live vlog, mm-hmm. um, then I think that's okay. Like, that's the parent's decision, right? Yep. You can't fault any parent for showing their kids. It's their own parenting style. Yep. Um, but I don't think kids should be in charge of what they're mm-hmm. letting out. Like, they have enough freedom with Instagram and everything already, so... Yeah, it would, that would be scary. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, and I mean, there's nothing against the law or anything about them doing it. Like, there's nothing wrong with kids doing it now, but mm-hmm. I guess they just don't. I don't know. There's tons of kids on YouTube. Not yeah. necessarily vlogging, I know. but. Weird. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't think, I think you need to be mature enough in order to know. Like, if you're creating content for YouTube as a younger person, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as it's, like, not necessarily you if that makes sense like it's like created content like we're creating content Mm -hmm. i don't think there's anything wrong with doing that but when it gets more personal into like vlogs and stuff i don't like i think you need to have a certain maturity level in order to do that yeah anybody should approach with caution i guess or just just awareness yeah and like there's certain things like you don't necessarily know what's going to offend people and whether or not you are trying to offend people Mm -hmm. or not Mm -hmm. it i think vlogs can have a lot of damage on you and other people yeah if they're not done, if they're not done with enough thought. Definitely. Yeah, you have to. I mean, look you at have Logan. have to be transparent, but. <laughs> look at Logan Paul. Well, that's just exposing somebody who's already a bad person. Yeah, but I'm that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, I, he, I mean, he's young. He's like, what, 22? Something. He's in his early he's 20s. He's just, like, when, when that first video came out, you thought anybody in the world would have the maturity enough to know that that's not right to go up there. Mm-hmm. But clearly, that's not right. But there is some. That's somebody who has gotten so sucked into the vlogging mm-hmm. life that they're like content. Oh, this thumbnail and I this title if... and this content is gonna go viral. I mean, this again, a whole other <laughs> topic. Oh, yeah. But like, what's YouTube's responsibility in vlogging and vloggers? Like, should they set age limits to vlogging? Oh wow. I feel like they can't. Because their whole p- platform is about being able to express yourself. Yeah. I don't know how they would do that. They're having a hard enough time doing other things. Keeping their adult people in check. Yeah, they can't keep the adults in check. Never mind the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's... Well, who do you think should vlog? So it's or a, shouldn't? There's an interesting perspective um, that Gary Vaynerchuk has on okay. vlogging. And his philosophy is... Um, so when, when it comes to content sometimes, he says, document, don't create. And he had this quote that he said recently at some conference that was, if you're not vlogging right now, you're taking away something from your future family. Okay. So, because he thinks about, like, his whole journey, the past, like, 15 years yeah. of his career, he wishes he had been vlogging. Because the things that he's done and, like, the progress that he's made, he wishes, like, he had that. Like... He wishes share. he'd been filming himself for himself, or he wishes he'd been publishing those online the whole time. No, well, he was publishing stuff. He wishes that he was filming vlogs and keep, and, and, and publishing them as documenting he went. his progress, but like online. Yeah, yeah, it's not he just would, filming for himself. Them. Well, even if it was for himself, see, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it gets to the point where it's like, like, did he? state whether like when someone says vlogging you automatically assume they mean vlogging and then publishing it on to mm-hmm. youtube or right, something right. so i can understand documenting your life on video but not necessarily putting it on youtube mm-hmm. which i wonder how many people are doing that 
knows? Just documenting the yeah. life. Because when you look at it that way, I like I hear that and I think, yeah. Because like I used to, when we were in early university, I used to like film our trips and stuff mm-hmm. with our friends. And those are some of our favorite videos to watch. They're amazing. We go back and watch those. But I don't necessarily know if they should have been on YouTube. Right? And now they're not. They're yes, not public. I know. So... That's the thing. Like that was that goes back to the maturity thing a little bit. It's like I don't know if like now I would never have posted those on mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Never would have. And yeah. I'm glad they're off now. But, but I'm glad I they do exist. like having those memories yes. still. So I think like I think people need needed to differentiate that vlogging. I guess doesn't necessarily mean posting online mm-hmm. all the time. So because like I think when you hear vlogging, you automatically assume YouTuber. Yeah. So. I know, because, like, when I hear Gary say stuff like that, I'm like, man, I want to vlog more. And I do. Like, I do want... I've never had that urge to vlog Well, because I enjoy watching vlogs so much, I'm like, these are awesome. Like, the people that do it well, I love them, and I want to be able to do that. I just... I couldn't imagine having to be on all the time. Yeah, see, I couldn't do daily. And I already know, because when I did um, Veganuary, like, Mm -hmm. I was vlogging... I was doing a weekly vlog and like right off the bat the first week I was like this is hard this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be it's especially when you also have like a full-time job on top of that yeah that like you don't want to vlog at because it's not it's not like you own the company like and when you're used to being behind the camera and being able to get all the cinematic shots that hurt my heart (laughs) like because that's I think we've talked about this in other videos before is like both of us really appreciate the art of filmmaking yes. so vlogging can sometimes take away that art and it's a sense where like i think most vloggers you see now are literally just holding a camera up mm-hmm. they're not actually setting up these cool shots or mm-hmm. anything and to me that like takes kind of some of the fun out of filmmaking yeah and see i would never want to do a vlog like that where like, it's literally just talking to a camera the whole time yeah my goal would be to like document and share stories and like but be creative and cinematic mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Which, I mean, Peter McKinnon. Oh, my God. He's a Goals. master of that. His vlogs. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't believe we not, haven't talked about him. If you're not following Peter McKinnon, go follow Peter McKinnon because he's ridiculous. Yeah, he is. He's such a natural on camera. He's an amazing cinematographer. And honestly, like, you never once watch his videos and feel like it's not him. Yeah. Like, there are sometimes, even during vlogs, where you feel like, oh, they must be on a little bit. Yeah. Like, they're putting on a little bit of extra yeah. stuff. You never feel like it's not him watching yeah, his exactly. vlogs. exactly. Which is an, another part of vlogging that I'd want to get better at. Because I still get kind of intimidated <laughs> when the camera yeah. comes on. Oh, yeah. Even just doing our normal videos yeah. still. <laughs> but every time I do it afterwards, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm getting better. Like, it's just one of those things that I really want to improve on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because I like that content so much. Yeah. What do you think the future of vlogging looks like? Honestly, I think I can see vlogging heading into an area where it's not necessarily vlogging anymore. And it's... Because the vlogging... I think vlogging is a bulk of the content on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Especially the popular content. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can see it going in a s- less transparency. People putting on a show and calling it a vlog? Yeah. Yeah. Because if that's the content people are watching, people are going to want to put that in you. Obviously, like we said, it's got to be interesting. It's got to be fun. If you don't have an interesting life, you're going to fake it. Yeah. So I can see it heading in a very fake way, I think. So just like how people can be fake on Instagram. Like, it's very easy. Oh, yeah. To- I do that all the time, right? <laughs> what am I doing in my photos? This is not realistic, but I'm just trying something. 
yeah, people could totally do that on a vlog. I think the that's only where thing I see is, it like, That's going to be exhausting. Like, it's exhausting to do it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. To not be yourself. Yeah. Don't do that. I feel like it's going to turn into more of a production where it's like, you can meet these people in person and all of a sudden you feel like you're meeting someone else. Whoa. I, I think feel that's, like it's a Black Mirror episode. Make it stop. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's going to turn into only because they're so popular and because that's what all the popular YouTubers are doing and that's where the views are going because, pe- like you said, people love vlogs. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them for liking vlogs. But I think the danger of them getting so popular is the fact that they might not be so authentic anymore. Mm-hmm. The other direction I could see them going is kind of like you said, them becoming a production, except that it's not you filming yourself it's you have a filmer with you because that's almost like a reality show that's what gary does right Mm -hmm. he has members of his team that they shoot the vlogs for him see at a point like it's a reality show when yeah when you think vlogging i think someone holding a camera Mm -hmm. i think them i don't think production yeah so it's like it's again it's changing the definition of vlogging you have to determine what the heck vlogging means now yeah i mean it's still it's still a low profile camera like it's a dslr And it's, they put a lav bike on him and they document his days. And I love that style. And mm-hmm. more and more entrepreneurs are doing it. Between reality show and that. Well, it's not scripted. Because reality sh- I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> reality shows are usually scripted. <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah. Right? They, they're like probed topics. So it's almost like taking... The technicalities of a reality show, but the authenticity of a vlog. But then there's the danger of those becoming probe topics. Like, how do you know when they become a reality show or not? I mean, you don't, but, like, that's just the same as a vlog, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I'm curious to see, because more, more, pe- more and more people are starting to copy Gary's style. And to be honest, like... I would love to produce videos like that mm-hmm. because showing people's lives, especially when they're interesting and engaging, is so fascinating. Like, I kind of want to be a part of that creative process. I-, I think that that type of vlog is, we're going to see more of it. I think so too. I mean, I have, n- again, I've never seen a Gary vlog either. Oh my gosh. I'm not a big vlogger w- yeah, it's, watcher. It's true. I vlogger pref- watcher. Vlogger watcher. Again, I prefer the actual, like, the you more produced shows. content. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you like, watch. again, Lauren, hot for food, yeah. obviously. Sorted food. Sorted. Love. I love sorted food. Like, I like the production that goes into it because I think I still, like, you, like, I think we've talked about this in the past, cooking shows and stuff like that. You would never want to do a TV style show. You let, no. you prefer YouTube. Yeah. I still appreciate the art of a TV style show, mm-hmm. like, a lot. So when I see that translated to YouTube, I really, really mm-hmm. like it. Like, Sorted Food is one of my favorite channels mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. Um, you like Rhett and Link. Oh, again, love Rhett and Link. I guess they're similar they're, to a style of vlog. I mean, they're a talk show. They're a talk show now. They're huge. They're yeah, so, like, I prefer show. the show, like, the more production-typed mm-hmm. YouTube videos. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I am I like vlogs. I watch them here and there. But I actually find myself watching less and less of them now. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Zoella so much more than I do now. I don't, that comes in waves for me. Like, all of a sudden, I'll just, like, feel like watching some of the vlogs. You can watch her stuff now because of her new office. Yeah, I know. I think my... I spend a lot of time on vlogs, tutorials, and, like, kind of short film cinematic vibes. Because yeah. I'm always... Tr- I, I learn from those, right? Yeah. No, like, I really like... Because I've always liked 
filmmaking in a sense. Like I love movies, so I think I don't know. I don't th- I don't see myself ever preferring vlogging style to actual like planned out shots mm-hmm. and like the artistry of that. And I think you could bring a lot of that to vlogs, but I I don't know. I don't see myself ever watching more vlogs than I do production type shows. I mean, I want to see more people bring the art of filmmaking into vlogs like Peter McKinnon Well, there was that one... Was it Mango Street that created that vlog that you sent me? How yeah, we wanted to Mango do Mango Street. Oh my gosh. Oh, so nice. They're short films. Yeah. They do short films and tutorials. And it's man, similar. they just nail it. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a different twist. But you've seen 30 Seconds to Mars videos. Mm-hmm. And I like the way Jared Leto shoots all those videos. Because mm-hmm. they're kind of in documentary style okay. take. And I, I view all his... Um, music videos is kind of like short films in a way because they're a lot like that and I like that he's just changing what a music video is and I feel like that can be used in vlogs change what a vlog is like it doesn't have to be the same thing that you see all the time let's do it Catherine how do we do it (laughs) I don't know okay I'll work work on it (laughs) okay I'm gonna get this I'm determined we'll just do little short documentaries of our lives that's what that's the goal yeah that's totally the goal I need a new camera for that, I think. God, it's harder than it sounds, though. <laughs> oh, it takes so much work to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's also just kind of getting over the this weird thing that happens when the t- camera turns on. It's honestly, it's the mentality of it. Like, yeah. as soon as, like, even doing this, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't act like my weird self because no one's going to like that. But then at the same time, I'm always like, okay, I got to be as myself as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that fear of, like, what if you're yourself and everyone hates you? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's what it is. I think a part of me is just kind of shy in general. Like, yeah. I can be a shy person. You're just quiet. Yeah, I can be a yeah. shy person. And I think the camera... You only speak up when you need to speak up. Yeah. And so I think the camera does that to me, like... It's like being in a room of people I don't know. I'm shy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, I, I want to get over that. You yeah. know what I mean? Vlog. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to vlog. How long should a vlog be? Oh, that is a good question. That's... See, like, I have watched... Again, I've watched Zoella's vlogs. Zoella's vlogs can be 40 minutes sometimes. Yeah, they're like little... They're like, like episodes of TV shows. episodes, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily pay attention those whole 40 minutes. Sometimes they're just background noise, but... I think the length of it is should be determined by the quality of it. Like, oh, I'd rather you give me vlogs a four-minute, really good vlog instead of a 15-minute vlog of a bunch of stuff that you could have cut down. I'm trying to think of vlogs that I watch. Like, I watch the Story Girls vlog whenever it's posted. There's maybe around 10, 15 minutes range, which is enough. Mm-hmm. So 10 to 15 minutes, you think? I don't think I'd ever watch more than that. Like, I, Zoella's, yeah. again, I watch, but I do find myself skipping through sometimes. And again, it's background noise. It's not, like, my devoted attention that whole 40 minutes, so. I think that's fair. I think it's it's very difficult to have enough interesting content for a vlog that's longer than 15 minutes. Yes, I agree. And for it to be well shot. Yeah. As well. Like, don't underestimate how much time it takes to make footage look good. Oh. Oh, too to long. shoot it well. Too long. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> so who's your favorite vlogger, Casey? Casey Neistat. Hands down. I should start watching Casey's stuff, huh? Can you, please? Or watch Gary's. I like them both. Like, as business people, yeah. I appreciate what they do and everything. I just can't get around to actually watching their stuff. I, know, I think I watch more Gary than I do 
um, Casey. Casey because I really like you can learn a lot. Yeah, and Gary's focuses a lot on business. Mm-hmm. I feel like Casey's kind of everywhere. He's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like I listen to Gary's podcast from time to time. Oh yeah, that's what I've been enjoying more. Yeah. I mean, with Gary's content, I'm learning from him, but I'm also watching what his team is doing. Because mm-hmm. there's like three main people that film his vlogs. And it's, it's a style that they have really, really improved. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so impressed with it. And they follow him around all day. Like his days are like 14 hours long. I am so fascinated by how they do this and how they catch all these moments. Like the camera... I saw one thing the other day, like the number of batteries they go through in a day is like 10 to 12 camera batteries because they're just, they're constantly on. (laughs) Is the camera ever not on? I don't know. And And they've got like three of them on? And like a new video comes out every day, Monday to Friday. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And it's good quality. I'm. They're all vlogs? Daily V. Damn. His Daily V show. Is it all just in it? Like, when he's doing his business, like, it's just work. Like, it's not, like, personal stuff outside. No, he never shows family stuff. Okay. Ever. That's why they it's don't just film. just work on, day. Yeah, they don't show, film on the weekends. Got so it's it. Monday to Friday. Um, but, yeah. No, you should watch Gary's stuff. I'll see. For you, I would recommend Gary over Casey. For everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Who, honestly, I always Peter McKinnon, I think, is, like, killing it. He is. Because his stuff is gorgeous. You can learn tons from his stuff, and it's entertaining. He's an incredible storyteller. And it's it's incredible to watch someone who has clearly worked hard Mm -hmm. to get to where he is Mm -hmm. to finally have the success that he does, Mm -hmm. because it's incredible, and it's just like, it's, I feel like he's still a humble person, Mm -hmm. like, even just watching it, and he's skyrocketed so yeah, quickly it so. took him less than a year to get over a million that doesn't happen easily anymore yeah or it was, i think so like i found him when he was at uh maybe around 100k mm. and i sent him to you because mm-hmm. i was like this how is he only of 100k yeah. like this stuff is so pretty what the hell and then we both got obsessed real quick yeah and then literally within the month he was like at 300k yeah after that i think another thing that really makes us proud of him is that like he grew up where we grew up yeah he's from where we're from like his his mom was our teacher yeah his mom (laughs) was our geography teacher that was crazy when we found that out but yeah it's just this idea that somebody from our area and he films stuff in our area he lives what 30 minutes from you 40 minutes i don't know to me that's like okay so somebody who like lives where i lives can do this yeah it's crazy anybody can do this that's the other thing about vlogging, the good and the bad thing, that anyone can do it. He's just like, like, obviously he has a lot of equipment. If you see the stuff he's working with, like, it's expensive mm-hmm. and it's good oh, equipment, yeah. but he, he knows still, how to use it. he knows how to use it, but he still worked his way to that. Oh, yeah. Like, he was still, like, he had a lot of that stuff from work, from, was- but like from work, but from before he was famous and popular. Yeah. So like, it's not like the stuff he was getting for free from yeah companies he had all that stuff and he worked hard to put in the effort to get to that point mm-hmm. where like his stuff is gorgeous yeah like we'll be watching something and he'll be like in a store or somewhere and i'm like how the hell is that lighting so good i know like 
what the hell is he doing to make we'll go in somewhere and i'm like what how do we shoot in here like even my own kitchen how do we make this lighting look good but yeah. everywhere his, he goes the lighting looks the exact same everywhere and it looks gorgeous mm-hmm. and i don't know how he does it i think that's the other thing that people um maybe underestimate about vlogging is or i mean anything video in general yeah or just like photos going online and saying like I'm an expert about this, but you've only been doing it for six months. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I feel like I'm talking about Gary and Casey all the time in this episode, but I think you're obsessed. No, it's just. Yes, you are. (laughs) Something that Gary talks about is like, if you're not an expert in something, that's okay. But that means that you're documenting. You're not like teaching. Yeah. Whereas Peter, he does tutorials too. And honestly, like he's still learning things. Yeah. Like, no one, you're never going to know everything in mm-hmm. your field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't start trying to teach people things when he was, like, a year into learning yeah. filmmaking. He's, like, 10 years into his career. Yeah. That's why he can say the things he mm-hmm. does and why he knows the equipment the way he does. Yeah. So I think that's something that people should keep in mind a lot. And it's something that, I always keep in mind. It takes a long time to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. Like even like Peter who skyrocketed really really quickly, that doesn't mean he started photography a year ago. Yeah. It just means he got pot like he started documenting his yeah. stuff a year ago. Yeah. But he's been taking photos like he said till, since he was like 15 or 16 or something. So, like he's been taking photos for a really really long time and it and he showed, one of his videos, he showed some of his original stuff, and it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. So everything takes practice, and everything takes time to get there. And, like, some things will take a long time. And if you look at Peter's stuff, you will never think that he was never, like, you n- would never have thought there was a point where he was bad at photography, because his stuff is so gorgeous. But then you look at the stuff, and you're like, yeah, I could take better photos than that. So it's, like, you just have to understand that even if you're starting at a place where you think you'll never be able to get to that point, work hard and you might be able to. Yeah, you honestly have to work at it. And if you want to get into vlogging, maybe take the time to create the vlogs, but don't necessarily upload them. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's just so hungry to, like, upload and get big. Or even if you do, don't get set on a style experiment yeah, a little yeah kind of play around with it at the beginning especially at the beginning when you don't have anyone watching you yeah like play around with it find a style that you like and even if you don't find a style like we're talking about this with photos we change our photo style all the time yep. because sometimes we just get bored with it and there's nothing wrong with yep. changing up the style from time to time it's how you kind of keep it fresh and new so like don't get hung up on that like i need a style i need to be like you know be just you and have and if your style is changing it up all the time, then that's your style. <laughs> like, And don't go into vlogging to get famous. No. Well, don't go into any content creation to get famous. Yeah. Don't do it for the numbers. Don't do it for... Do it because you like it. Yeah. Do it because it's fun. Yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah. All this stuff, literally, it's... Like, I think we've said this so many times in the last, like, year and a bit, is that we are so busy, but we love the fact that we're busy. Like, we've never at one point been like oh I hate that I'm doing this right now Mm -hmm. because like it's worth it because it's fun yeah I mean that's the other thing about vlogging and YouTube in general is like you have to enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I mean there's days when I don't want to be editing or it takes a little bit more for me to I'm like 
I just there's I, definitely days I don't want to test rest. Right? Like I just <laughs> I, what's it like to be a person that doesn't always have work to do? What is that like? But then all you have to do is just and you re- but you also remember what you got out of it and you're like yeah, yeah I'm fine with this yeah I'm like but then if I have nothing to do I'm super bored so. like there's been times in my life where I've been super busy but not necessarily liking what I'm doing mm-hmm. so I hated it mm-hmm. like I was like I just want to be able to have downtime I don't want to do this anymore but now doing things that I like love I don't think there's anything I'm doing right now that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's keeping me really busy, but I like that it's keeping me busy because I enjoy everything. I could spend hours editing photos. I mm-hmm. love editing photos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just, you need to do it because you like it and not because you want to be famous. No. Yeah. So just getting back to vlogging. <laughs> we've, we've done so many <laughs> extra tangents here. No, but I think it's okay because vlogging is such a general Mm-hmm. genre in, in and of itself. Yeah. So, I mean, we could talk about anything, call it a vlog, right? That's what we've done in this podcast. Yep. <laughs> this is a... I think this is a content creation it kinda podcast is. now. <laughs> but I'm excited for the future of vlogging and YouTube, and I'm excited that we are participating in I'm it. I'm intrigued. I wouldn't say excited is the same. No? For Like, I am, in a way. I mean, I don't have the same attachment to vlogs that you mm-hmm. do. Um... I'm intrigued to see if it goes the way I think it's going to go to the fake end of it. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I'm intrigued to see how it's handled and to see if people can really... Like, I feel like sometimes people can be pretty gullible mm. and to think that someone's like, they're that's who they actually yeah. are. So I'm yeah. curious to see if people take advantage of that. Yeah. I feel like you... It's like catfish. And like, yeah. And it like it sucks for the people that are actually being authentic because I feel like then their trust is gone because as soon as a few people start mm-hmm. not being trustworthy, you're not going to trust anybody. Well, I mean, going back to the Logan Paul thing, when that first came out, YouTubers were at um, CES, a technology conference, and all of a sudden there was this negative stigma. Oh, you're a YouTuber. You can go film a dead body. Yeah. So it like that already happens. If you ruin vlogging, like you do something distasteful you ruin it for everybody yeah (laughs) so So it's like there's a lot of responsibility that is put on the shoulders of content creators not just vloggers so you have to like take that pretty seriously Mm -hmm. and understand that it's not just you and it's not just your fans Mm -hmm. that are gonna be affected by anything you do online yeah when you're out shooting when you're putting out content like uh, it doesn't feel like it but you're representing the community the youtuber community like you don't have a formal just like if you had a normal job you'd be like oh i work at this bank so i'm sort of representative of that institute in a way it's the same thing in like we're both vegan so if we do something like you hear those cliches all the time Mm -hmm. that's because people have done those in the past people don't just make those up so like it's because it's happened in the past. You start, like, as more people start to do it, as you start, like, identifying yourself with certain yeah. communities, they start re- relating the things that you're doing to those communities. The entire, yeah. Especially if you're the only, like, if you're the only vlogger someone knows, yeah. and you start acting in a certain way, they associate all vloggers to be yeah. like you. So let's hope that we move away from the Logan Paul culture. I feel like social media is in such a weird place right now. 
I feel like there's been like the last like three years, there's been a lot of negative things to happen on social media, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to stop you there. I know you're going to go on to such a great tangent, (laughs) but we are going to have an episode on social media about yes, the positive and negative sides of social media, because that's something that we could talk about for another 45 minutes or whatever. (laughs) So I will just, yeah, yeah. Save those thoughts. I will try. And to everyone else, subscribe so that you don't miss that episode. Have more juicy conversations. Yeah, we like to chit-chat. It's fun to talk about this stuff. Because we really like it. Like, it was one of those, when we were planning these episodes, we were like, is this enough questions? And we were like, yeah, we're going to talk a lot. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to continue the conversation with us, we are on social media. <laughs> In a positive way, I swear. I hope. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are at YouTube. Two Market Girls. Um, come check us out. Let us know what else you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast. We have a Twitch coming. Oh, Twitch. <laughs> incoming Twitch. <laughs> yeah, check us out. We're Doing trying a bunch of new things to see what works. We're just kind of, I think, experimenting right now. Right? We are. It's so much fun. It's so yeah. exciting. We, yeah, this Have is the year. With us, guys. This is the year of TMG. Just like, yeah, just so you know, experimenting. Yeah, hop on the bandwagon now because this is the year of just all of our little things. Who knows if half of them are gonna work out? All aboard! <laughs> Do you have a train sound in the yes. background? All right, that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye. See that one ended normally, except for you doing that. <laughs> except for you doing that.